And now Sota 1.9, Mishnah Test, the last of the chapter, and one more on the topic of Mida Keneged Mida. Here we're focused not on um, bad things that happen as recompense for a person's bad behavior, but also V'chen Le'inyan Hatova, says the Mishnah. Also, um, in a good way, there is a Mida Keneged Mida, and we can give some examples here. What's important to note, very important to note, is that since Hashem created the world in order to give to us, and His desire is to give, not to punish, certainly. So when He rewards Midah, He does it in a manifold way, in a much more potent, significant way than He punishes Midah. In fact, the Tosefta quantifies it um, at the number 500 times. Um, that's based on the fact that the Puzzle says that Hashem um, will um, punish to the third or fourth generation, so it's four generations of, of retribution. Um, but he rewards to the, the 2,000th generation. So the idea being that 2,000 generations of reward is 500 times more than four generations of punishment, and therefore um, the number is arrived at that it's like 500 times um, one gets back, so to speak. So um, however that works out exactly, and we'll see now, the Mishnah says, hatova." for example, let's start with Miriam. So Miriam... Himtina Lamoshe Shaachas. Miriam waited for waited for her brother um, to watch, see what happened to him. Moshe was in the basket and the Nile, and Miriam stood on the side there, of course, to watch to see how she could help and what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu. Shneimar, as the pasuk says, Vetesatzav, and she stood by Achosa Merachok, Moshe's sister from a distance, Lafikach, and therefore. And therefore, reciprocally, the whole Jewish people stood by and waited for Miriam for seven days in the Midbar. Shneemar, as the Potsik says, The people did not proceed moving forward and travel until Miriam was brought back in. The story there is that Miriam had spoken Lashon Hara about Moshe Rabbeinu, and she got Sarah, she became a Mitzorah, and the rule is that a Mitzorah has to be living outside of the camp, so she was taken out of the Machana, and that took seven days, so she was healed and brought back in. And during those seven days, as the Pesach says, no further travels happened in the desert, instead they waited for Miriam to come back. So you see Mida Kenegad Mida, she waited for Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore the people, and to see what happened to him, and so too, the people, the whole Klai waited for her to see what happened to her. Now, um, Tosfos here says that when it says Sha'achas, which literally means like one hour, doesn't mean one hour literally. And if you do the math, he takes this 500 number very seriously. He says, listen, if you multiply seven days times um, 24 hours times 60 minutes per hour, who gets like 20,000 minutes. And if you divide that by 500, you're left with like, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, you get to 10,000 minutes roughly. If you divide that by 500, you're left with like 20 minutes. So that's a third of an hour. So Tell us to understand that it must be that Miriam waited for like, you know, 20 minutes to see what would happen to Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore she got back 500 times. Now, next we have a different story. This is the story, it's actually a three-part story of starting with Yosef Hatzadik. So the point here is that Yosef um, took responsibility to ensure that his father Yaakov got a proper honorable burial in Eretz Yisrael, in the Marath Machpelah, in the cave with um, Yaakov Avinu's you know, parents and grandparents, the, the Avos and Imaos. So um, he 
this is the principle, you know, first of all, of like Magoglin's Chus al-Azakai, that Yosef was a good guy and therefore he got through this good deed. But we're focused here on the, the good person doing the good deed, just as Miriam did the good deed of watching Moshe Rabbeinu and standing by to see what happened. Yosef did the good deed of giving an honorable burial, as it should be, to his father Yaakov. So the mission here says, Yosef zacha likbor esaviv, Yosef took it upon himself to do what he was supposed to do and merited, therefore, to bury his father. And Yosef, you should know, really, he was the greatest. Like, in terms of honorable burial, there's no greater Jew on the planet Earth than Yosef, so therefore he was the greatest escort, if you will, to ensure the burial of Yaakov. That was a great merit to him, to Yaakov. Shneimar, as the Pasuk says, V'yal Yosef likbor esaviv. Yosef went up meaning up from Egypt to Eretz Yisrael, to bury his father. V'yal imo gam rechev gam parashim. And um, when Yosef went, he went with like a full parade with the chariots and so, to make sure that there, you know, there was a full honorable burial that was done for Yaakov Avino. So that was his good deed. And therefore, mida keneged mida, he gets rewarded. Milanu gadlam Yosef. So the question is now, who in the world could be a better burial attendee than Yosef himself? So who could do it? So, Shlonis Askubo Elamoshe. It turns out no one, no less than Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest human being who ever lived, he was the one who was responsible for the burial of Yosef when they came out of Mitzrayim at the end of the Gullus. Moshe Zacha Ba'atzmos Yosef. And now, now, so now we're, like, the, now we're, the chain continues. So now Moshe, he, because he was so great, he married to the one to bury Yosef, but that means Moshe, Moshe did a good thing. Moshe's good deed, if you will, was that he took responsibility and took Yosef Hatzadik out of Mitzrayim to bury him. And there's no one who was greater than Moshe Romano. So that was Yosef's reward, so to speak, that he had, being metapel, being arranging his burial, the greatest human being on planet Earth, Moshe Romano himself. That was the Mideh Kenegimida for Yosef, being the one who took care of Yaakov Avinu's burial. The Pasuk says that Moshe Rabbeinu himself took the bones of Yosef to be reburied in Eretz Yisrael. So now, we have like a third step in the process, which is now Moshe Rabbeinu himself needs to get Midah He needs to also get an honorable burial. And Who could be greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? That Moshe Rabbeinu should get even like a better honorable burial. None other than, there's no greater human being on planet Earth, so it couldn't be a human being. So it must be none other than Hashem Himself. HaMakom, the omnipresent Hashem, um, He was the one who was Osek in the the burial of Moshe Rabbeinu. Shneimar, the Pasuk says, V'yikbor oso bagai. The Pasuk says that Hashem buried Moshe in that valley. The Mishnah here continues off by saying, V'lo al Moshe bilvad amro. The truth is not just just from Moshe Rabbeinu, who Hashem gets involved with in gathering them in when they when they die. Elal kol The truth is that every tzaddik Hashem gets involved with and brings them in. Um, just as they uh, tzaddik honored Hashem in the tzaddik's lifetime, so Hashem now honors the deceased afterwards. Mida kenegid mida. Shneimar, as the pasuk says, v'halach lefanecha tzidkecha kavod Hashem yasfecha yasfecha. Um, the pasuk says that. Your hard to translate exactly. Tzidkecha, your righteousness precedes you, and therefore, um, Kvod Hashem Yasfecha, um, 
the glory of Hashem will gather you in. So the point is, although Hashem was the only person who dealt with the physical burial of Moshe Rabbeinu's body, in terms of the gathering in of the soul and bringing it to where it's going to go in, where the souls go after people die, so Hashem does that for every tzaddik, midah, keneged midah. And with that, we finish the first parak of Masech Asota. As Hashem, we now begin the second parak.